This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. Yeah, man. So we know people say, is you black enough? Well, you know, some people be like, man, they too black. You know, and some people be like, I'm blackity black and I'm black, y'all. You know, but this conscious chop, man, we're going to be exploring the black identity. You know, and before I add too much context to it, I'm just curious in general. You know, we're going to go like my English used to say, you feel me? General to specific. Just out of curiosity to the people in the comments and to the co-host. What is your parameters of blackness or how do you define like who, who black and how to get to be black in your lives? Parameters of blackness. Ugh. Parameters. Hey, tell you. Well, I gotta go first. Parameters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I feel like when any anytime somebody discussing parameters, yeah, you know I mean, I, I like to hear. I'd rather go after you. I'd rather go after you. I'd rather go after you. With the definition um, that I always go for when things are a little bit more ambiguous than I like, it's the definition we know for pornography. You know it. When you see, you see. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know when you see it. You know it when you see it. But you know it when you see it. And you know that ain't it when that ain't it. And so when that ain't it. There are what we call maxims, you know, which are unwritten laws or standards that we have. And, and those are negotiable depending on who you're talking to. I know yeah. one thing talking about what it means to be black to somebody with somebody from Kansas City is going to be a far different conversation than somebody from the East Coast and somebody from the West Coast. Um, so, and somebody from the South. Yeah, it's a lot easier for me. And this, what's wild is it's easier for me to answer the question who can say nigga and who can't than it is for me to tell you who's a nigga and who can't. And I can't explain why. I probably could if I thought about it for a while, but it's really weird. I mean, it really weird because it seemed like the one it seemed like the one that you had easier time explaining would be much harder to explain. It seemed like I mean, maybe it's you can say if your ancestors were enslaved. So I guess you black if your ancestors was enslaved. I don't like. But you know, people get childish and start being like, "Well, you know, Irish were slaves and they had slaves all around the world." Irish weren't slaves, though. They had slaves all around the world, Toya. But or 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 you know what? It'd be some petty shit. Like, well, are you saying Nelson Mandela wasn't black because he didn't? He wasn't a slave. No, wasn't that nigga South African? Context important because it's and this is why I can't really say is because there are certain situations where we're talking about what does it mean or is this person black or whatever, and that's because blackness is being projected onto them, and it's like let's really recognize what's happening here. And the other side of it is. The self-identifying component of blackness where you get the I ain't black versus I am black versus I'm not black, I'm Puerto Rican, or I'm not black, I'm Dominican, right? That's kind of been a running joke on, on Instagram, on New York, I'm sorry, on New York Twitter has been like this whole disconnect that Domini a lot of dark Dominicans have about being black versus being Dominican and them trying to occupy that versus the nigga side of them, which is more obvious than I, I guess they understand or believe or whatever, right? So it's kind of split. contextually, are we talking about blackness being projected onto somebody and whether or not they black? Or are we talking about self-identifying with blackness? That's that becomes part of the tiebreaker for me. I think mine is a little it's bit more. Yeah. Mine, mine is a, mine is a little bit more clear. Is 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 I I feel like it's clear cut because I think it's just so understood. But I mean, ultimately, it may it may be it may be confusing to others because the way I look at it is, I mean, one definitely it's it's the culture. 
like black is, is the culture. It's your it's your proximity to the culture. It's your relationship to the culture, right? Like you got, for example, black people are we we were birthed out of a particular phenomenon, and so if you have an attachment to that phenomenon, right, the chattel slavery, that's what make you black, right? When the and it's, and it's about how the society responds to you, the way that the society treats you based on the circumstances of slavery. This, uh, the circumstances that morphed out of slavery into Jim Crow and all the other shit that we deal with. If you deal, if if you are impacted and experienced, you know what I'm saying, and come from the culture that bur- that was birthed out of that, then you black. Simple as that. Well, um, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's as simple as that. Uh, now, now outside of the parameters, though, I got a question for y'all. Or, or George, hold on. What is your parameters though? You didn't speak on your parameters. Uh, man, f- uh, for me, I, I I like to base it off of kind of kind of two things. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just repeat what Toya said, maybe because I feel like it'd be a cop out a little bit. Like like pornography, you can't really define it, but you know when you see it. But also, I think too, it's like do do does the world view you as black? Like this, this, when you walk through the world, do you have to navigate the world as a black, you know what I'm saying, a black body in terms of, and I don't like to make it was just about phenotype, shout out to my racially ambiguous black people, but I do think that having the phenotype of, you know what I'm saying, black and having dark skin or dark or some type of pigmentation in your skin, melanin in your skin where the world identifies you in some way, shape, or fashion in being black, I think that there's some uniqueness to in terms of how you, you know what I'm saying, get to come to the black identity in my, in, in, in my opinion. Um, I don't like yeah. to play the authenticity game that much, but you know, now, but so that leads to the next point, the, the question that I want to ask y'all in terms of those, like having those parameters, that means that there has to be, or y'all tell me, do y'all think because y'all have those parameters that y'all then create, that there is some form of black authenticity testing? Where, where do y'all stand in terms of like, so when y'all say, you know, it when you see it, Toya, mm-hmm. when, what? So you when you see it, yeah, like there's some circumstances where you're like, that ain't it, right? I don't think you... there. Here's the thing, like, I don't. When it comes to authenticity testing, I don't think I'm that invested in anybody else's life in any way to be the authenticity tester for you. Like, if you don't want to be black, then cool. If you want to identify with black, but you do some anti-black shit, then you can just do that version of your black shit over there you know what i'm saying like i'm always in a position not to have to authenticity test you i can let you kind of live and be and just decide how i navigate myself around your interpretation or rendition of blackness you know what i'm saying so i don't i think me having the power to authenticity somebody is the very narcissistic kind of component of anti-blackness that we feed into in the first place like i got the power to like no you ain't this you ain't you ain't real black like who am i what am what you know what i'm saying i don't i just have not deputized myself with that power I'm just that disinterested and I'm like, I, that's, and this is always going to be interpersonal. And here's why I'll say our authenticity test. If I'm like, that, that's not my flavor. That's not my brand of black, right? Because blackness is not monolithic. It's it's huge. It's, di- it's diasporic. Dare I say, it's diasporic. I think that is yeah. a word. The multiplicity of blackness is principle. Understanding that means I can just say, I don't have any context for that. It's real. I can respect it. I can dignify it and move over here with it because I don't have the power to put you through the ring girl about that shit in the first place and be okay and sleep well at night. Where you at, Joy? I think that, uh, I think I feel like so. She's so respectful. You're so welcoming. I appreciate your spirit. Go ahead, Joy. Uh, for me, I feel like, uh, 
on, on one end, I ain't really invested in either, but on one end, it's like Rachel Dolas all I ain't trying to hear it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, uh, I don't even know how to put that in words to, to make the distinction. You feel me? Because on one end, it's, it's always, in many instances, like, shit, you don't want to be black? Okay. It's you. It sounds like you got this a personal part. It's a personal, a personal decision for you to make, and you know, a personal problem for you. you I know? will say this. I do think I do think y'all are copping out just a little bit. I think y'all copping out. Nah, just a I bit. Rachel Dolezal. I'm not trying to hear. Wait, you, yeah, but see, yeah, that's the easy. That's the easy. We know, we know Rachel Dolezal, George. Yeah, so we know part, Rachel Dolezal. Contextualize the thing because I think you left it kind of big for me to be comfortable being like, well, I ain't gotta do nothing because. Well, so no, you- well, yeah, I, I did, I did, um, and and that's why it's okay. The, the low hanging fruit is there. It's low hanging for a reason. Um, to be picked. I want to buy two. <laughs> But but I think I think I just, you know what I I thought about on some debate shit man shout out to this debater man you know what usually I usually I wouldn't try to be this petty man but you know it's my first guy into debate debater from NYU his name was Stormy you know what I'm saying and I'll never forget this shit Stormy hit us with the I'm one eighth black and when I tell you everybody in the room looked at him like nigga what <laughs> and, and, and 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 he was and he was serious dead ass serious you feel me. And, and 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 I remember when I was young, I was like, I didn't really care about it, but I definitely, like, I, ain't, I ain't care about it. enough to like, no, 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 but I definitely like made fun of him every time I seen him. Like, well, I, but see, that's what I'm saying. Because like, in my mind, it was like, man, you ain't, because you have, man. you have right. those instances, right? <laughs> where you can make like just a flat out, like, I mean, I, if that's you, like with Tiger Woods, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or OJ, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. Nigga. Okay. You know yeah. Like but that. Like that. That's one thing, right? Like, but you like, got. But you got more. There are more subtle instances of authenticity testing that I believe are are important, crucial. Um. So like, uh, and I mean, I think I think we should. I think we, we, this is a good transition to this part of the conversation, specifically when, when we start talking about things like black politicians, like the Kamala Harris or uh, the Kamala Harris's of the world. Because there is a, uh, uh, it, yes, we were still talking about uh, Kamala Harris because there is a conversation about her blackness and, and the truth behind that. Now, before we get into that conversation specifically, I'll say this. I believe that, that, that the authenticity test of blackness is how you orient yourself to it. How do you orient yourself yeah. towards the existence of blackness, towards the politics of blackness? And if you got to ask, and, and this is where I definitely think that that, uh, that porn question is extremely relevant because if you got to ask what the politics of blackness is then yeah you ain't like we need you on that you can go over there you know what i'm saying if you if you need to ask what the politics of blackness is because you should know what black people are dealing with ultimately at least on that level right so from that perspective is i the way that you orient yourself to blackness the way that you orient yourself to the politics of blackness to the struggle of black people is a authenticity test to me, which because for niggas that say not all skin folk is your kin folk, that's an authenticity test right there. With George trying to be all polite and political, nigga, that's your favorite phrase. <laughs> hey, but I mean, kind of bring to life what you're talking about, but in reverse, like what Kayla is saying in the comments is like she found out somebody's politics by surprise. You know what I'm saying? She said, I had a co worker who was like, I'm tired of being black and angry. And I was like, black? Turns out her dad was black. I promise you wouldn't have known if she didn't say anything. And, 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 and that's what I was saying about the, the racially ambiguous because that I, I do know his particular orientation. I feel like I'm, I'm married to a racially ambiguous person, like a motherfucker. And I think that being in Oklahoma, I see a lot of 
I, I run into a lot of racially ambiguous black people. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I can speak to that, yo. Like, no bullshit. Like, I know, I know George, when I when I lived in Norman, me and Faith used to like to go get cake. No bullshit. We would just go get cake. <laughs> we would be chilling and be like, she'd be like, Dami, that's what she called me. She'd be like, do you want to go get some cake? I'm like, hell yeah, I love cake. We adults. We can go get whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> we would go to Walmart and walking around Norman, Oklahoma, like, we would get this the looks and George would tell me about how hey, they would get looked at. Me and Faith, that's, that's me and Faith's life. Me and Faith looked at as an interracial couple. <laughs> it, right. it, it was crazy <laughs> because my wife was raised by an old black woman from Mississippi. She got, I think, the, the black woman resentment for interracial couples. So for me, it's funny that she <laughs> she'll she see a black man and a white woman and she'll talk just like some shit about it. Niggas love to get them a white bitch and some, 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 you feel me? And then, but, 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 but on another question, it'd be like, but that's how you're looking at us, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we always laugh about it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and it's real, like, I mean, because ultimately, I ain't never, like, you know, Faith is the home, like, this is just the homegirl, like, this is my, this is my sister. You know what I'm saying? We, we we just at the store. I I, don't, I ain't thinking nothing of it. I just keep looking up and seeing like, yo, what is is? Do I have something on my face? Like, is is, is something wrong? My haircut? It's like, nah. They think you here with a white girl, boss. Nah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> Mexican girl or Native American girl. Goddamn. But okay. But so so from that standpoint, we talking about the orientation towards it. Now so we can get into clip, man. Yeah. Or, now or, we can. That we Yo, can get it. We can... Introduce the clip. So, so, yeah. so, so, what we know is two days ago, Kamala Harris was announced as the vice president. And, uh, uh, I guess the uh, ticket with Joe Biden. And since that has happened, there has been a lot of conversations about Kamala's identity. Is she really black? Because you know, um, you know. As a matter of fact, we have a clip. I'm gonna let her give the background information on her own identity. Uh, Damo, you can play that clip whenever you get ready to play off. Yeah, but when you right, this man. clip, though, I want y'all to be thinking about what we, what the conversation we having about the black identity, about the parameters of blackness, about authenticity testing blackness, and you know about being able to police somebody's identity. Kamala Harris is not African American. Her parents were immigrants from India and Jamaica, and she was raised in Canada, not the United States. Can you hear it? And it said fat. Yeah, that's what the meme said. So I was born in Oakland. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and raised in the United States, except for the years that I was in high school in Montreal, Canada. And look, this is the same thing they did to Barack. Yes, this is it, this is not new to us. And so I think that um, we know what they're trying to do. They're trying to do what has been happening over the last two years which is powerful voices trying to sow hate and division among us. Mm -hmm. And so we need to recognize when we're being played. I'm glad you mentioned Barack. Because a lot of black people question if Barack was black enough. I see them doing the same thing to you. So what do you say to the people questioning the legitimacy of your blackness? I think they don't understand who black people are. Mm. Because if you do, if you walked on Hampton's campus or Howard's campus or Morehouse or Spelman or Fisk, you would have a much better appreciation for the diaspora, for the diversity, for the beauty in the diversity of who we are as black people. So I'm not going to spend my time trying to educate people about who black people are. Mm. But I'm black. Yes. And I'm proud of being black. Absolutely. And I was born black. I will die black. Mm. And I'm proud of being black. Mm. I'm not going to make any excuses for anybody because mm. they don't understand. 
Mm. It sounds like, like the Mama dead person. Not African American. Her parents yeah, yeah, were immigrants from India and Jamaica, and she was raised in Canada, not the United States. Yeah, it's looped. Yeah, yeah. But that sounded like that. Uh, that uh, that uh, I think it was supposed to say by the know that I was born black. I'm gonna die black. Probably because you know I know you better than you. There's literally somebody that looked like Faith that was arguing with somebody that looked like me about how. Uh, I was black. I was born black. I'm gonna die black. And it's probably a, a white person know I'm black, and they'll shoot me in the back of my head like they'll shoot you because they know I'm black before they thought you knew this, that, and the other. And I feel like you can play with that and then, you know what I'm saying, break it down and challenge it if you want to, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. But I think it's, I feel, I find it's kind of what she said. Toya? What is the question? Uh, he, he's, he's more so trying to, he's breaking down, yeah. but, uh, breaking down like her response to that, right? Like yeah. her response to, the questions of her blackness. Is there anything that you would problematize that she said? Or is there most I mean, what's your, how you feel about her response? What do you think yeah, about her response? I feel like it was solid and appropriate, most importantly, because it is situated not just in feelings, oh, this is who I am, I'm an American, I'm this, that, and the other, but also she points to the historical playbook that they pull from. They did this from to Barack. This is what they do. Right. And so her not being all, I can't believe that they will say something like this. this she, she said where I'm from. This is who I am. This is how I'm going to live. This is how I'm going to die. And this is old news. You know what I'm saying? And I think that type of confidence navigating it. But you're talking to a black woman who went from Oakland to damn Howard. You know what I'm saying? From sea to shine and sea. She's been with niggas. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. in terms of her, I mean, you might not have liked the shot, but to say she wasn't shooting in the gym is just a lie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, it's not the truth. Yeah. Ultimately, I think the, the, the problem wow. is that the problem is that it 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 went the this is where authenticity testing becomes dangerous because we weaponize it for like silly fallacious reasons silly. like weaponizing yeah, like weaponizing race against Kamala Harris does nothing for black. that's why I said it's about it's about it's or your orientation towards blackness and 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 what's perceived as blackness what's what's looked hey, like hey, what's hey, looked hey, at hey, and two, let me go and throw this in here too I wish I had my phone um man. Uh, I, I would play. I had to clip on my phone. My kids got my phone. But I know people are gonna go back and play this of when Kamala was uh, nominated to senator and she was uh, 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 identified as being the first Indian American senator. Her being identified as Indian American, in my opinion, in that instance, does not negate her blackness. You feel me? It's like in 2020, in 2016, in 2017, and 2018, people are able to recognize the multiplicity of the identities. So biracial people ain't ain't, ain't got to choose no more. We ain't in 2000. We, we ain't in 1890. We're not in 1950. It was a one drop rule. And if you want black, one drop of black, you got to be black in every instance. It's like, hey, she not negate. You, you, you heard her say, I'm a black woman, this, that, and the other. But it doesn't negate that her mama is like from India. Like it doesn't negate that her yeah, mama. I mean, but her daddy's from Jamaican. It doesn't negate that shit. You know what I'm saying? Her mama, like her, her daddy Jamaican, her mama was Indian. I mean, but till you show the ubiquitous nature or the ever extending infinite nature of anti-blackness and how it's not just situated on American black people, for example. Kayla says in a comment in her autobiography, she said her mother knew she was raising two black women because that's how they would be both be viewed in India. So when you think about the capacity to blacken somebody, to make somebody black, to perpetuate anti-blackness against them, you see that, that this is cross-cultural. This is around the world a phenomena that we, whether we're looking at her Indianness or her, her Asianness or whether we're looking at her blackness, it's all a conversation about anti-blackness and how it's being deployed against this black woman. So that I mean, one drop rule shit is is global. Anti-blackness is global. Like let me do you one better. The one drop rule is a tool and a manifestation of anti-black of white supremacy. 
We buy into what happens. It is literally a tool of capitalism mixed with that white supremacy. That's how they was able to get their labor. It's like, damn, to make sure I never run out of labor. God damn it, if you got any type of black in you, I can use you with some free labor. So let me ask you. So let me ask you this. Uh, explain to me. So explain to me how. Uh, again, so this is this is another this is another layer, right? So you got you got the racist coming at Kamala. You have the uh, the the people who focus on the record who feel like that's the most important thing, and you have the questions of her blackness, right? And you have the questions of her blackness. And ultimately. How do we distinguish which one of these is the narrative is the narrative that we embrace during the election? Ultimately, because, again, in the context of the election, holding her accountable while she's trying to get the office is literally saying you don't deserve it. You're we are, we're already making the claim. If we're saying that her, her past and her history is something to, to critique her on right now, you're you're saying everything. But she doesn't deserve to be vice president. I don't think they're saying that. Uh, I, think, I think that to me, I think that that to me, I think that that brings us to those models of accountability to me that are bad because it says that. But it's during an election. Like, that's what I'm saying. During an me, election. It's more relevant because to me, I'm, I'm seeing what I pointed out in the debate is that we see that Kamala inherited a 50 percent prosecution rate through her being great at her job. In terms of being able to do the job, she was able to increase that to like 78. So when it comes to thinking about what it means for her to hold that position and how she's able to have the, the, the wheels of power, in my opinion, I think it is very relevant and very appropriate for us to have a conversation now in terms of what is you going to do? Because in my opinion, going back to the shop, the no name is like, hey, she showed us that in order for her to get to the position she is, she's had to have a disregard for the people that we saying now, once you get into this vice president position, we want you to now all of a sudden start caring about. It's been 16 years she's had a political career. She hasn't really cared about the type of niggas that we talking about, that we talking about in that whole time. I think it'd be kind of irrational, bro, to expect this old this old dog that's all of a sudden start doing new tricks. You know what I'm saying I hate to use that type of you know yeah. uh, with a black woman, but you know what I'm saying as a, as, a, as a country dude, for lack of better terms, that's how I would you know what I'm saying capitalize that off. Uh, so we'll forgive you for that. Um, but uh, Toya, let me ask you this: How? Because we are we know how George feels. He won the debate, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but how do you how in a world where we're we're strategizing politically as black people? How do we orient ourselves towards this trifecta? Because for whatever reason, like there, the this narrative is strong in one direction. So I mean, but first, but before I kind of go in on that, I, how I want, I want you from your perspective when we're uh, strategizing politically, how do I mean, how do we orient ourselves to this trifecta of criticism that's surrounding uh, Kamala Harris? Um, I think. You got to let the criticisms fly, but keep perspective. None of the things that we are saying about Kamala Harris, both holding intention, her past, and also her potential, um, outweigh what we know we are in store for with a Donald Trump. You see what I'm saying? So it's all, and this is this is why, again, it, it sucks to be a Black woman, to represent, and I mean, me, me be a Black woman, right? Because to represent... The group of people who very much identify as the political and socio-political saviors of this country, 
right, who time and time again have labored in very unique ways to make sure that everything from voting for Hillary Clinton over Donald Trump the first time around to being the ones who are filling in the gap and doing a lot of hard work and community building and holding it down and, and, and organizing. Uh, shout out to the leaders of Black Lives Matter, if you want an example for that, right? Black women have been carrying the load. Right. And so as black women who carry the load, you get tired. Then as a woman, you like, OK, well, I mean, well, as a, as a black woman looking at policing. Right. I'm black. But and I'm a black woman. So I have a social responsibility. I know I got to pick up society slack, but I'm still looking at what happens to my community and the police. And that happens there. So I feel like I have a unique responsibility in the world. Well, let's be honest. Yes, we can talk about the youth that are politically active, but it's not quite enough to really shift and change uh, the, the direction of a particular campaign. Let's talk about black people. Yeah, they vote, but they're not necessarily voting enough. Let's talk about the misled black men that are still invested in a whole lot of bullshit and misogyny. And 86% of them voted for Donald Trump last time. I still want to know what happened to, why we won't win the 90th percentile with black So I, I look at all these overlaps and I'm, I'm sympathetic to the arguments that we are brutalizing this woman. And really fucking her up over her doing her job well, right? We are literally clobbering her, clobbering her, and brutalizing her when we really need to be talking a whole lot more about the terrible possibilities of some of these other people if they get more power. And so, I, 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 we we made this decision when we saw Bernie drop out, right? We we have to get off of our political high horses and make tough decisions. Um, and I think. That is still probably true. And I just hate the fact that as a black woman, I have to do this begrudgingly once again. I never get to be excited about participating. I mean, and I guess it's not unique because niggas ain't never been able to. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's what I was saying. We can't. Like, there's nothing but, to get. The, the, the excitement that we get at, at is literally mitigating. It's mitigating it's, circumstances. It's a trash position to be in to know that we got to be the saviors of the world. And if we don't decide, if we decide we're not going to save the world, that we literally perish with the world. So in order to save ourselves, we got to get in there and do a whole lot of shit that just feels real dirty, nasty, and wrong. Yeah. Um, but it kind of is what it is. Yeah. George? I think I think that uh, I, I am sympathetic to a lot of the criticisms that Kamala's having. because I, I feel like I'll be a fool to ignore the uniqueness of her being a black woman and how these criticisms is kind of being amplified against her as I feel like uniquely as being a black woman. But I why, why am I froze? Can y'all hear me still? You good. Right. Yeah, you good. I don't know what happened. I don't, yeah. uh, but um, I think that in terms of this trifecta, for me, I feel like the. I hate to be like this too, man. But I be like it, nigga. Be like it, nigga. That's what gets you. I think that only one of the positions got real credence and credibility. I think that racist is gonna be racist regardless, and whether they choose to be racist or not be racist, the criticism of Kamala's past does not go away. I think that people that want to launch these bullshit, shallow authenticity tests about she not being black because her mama from India, this, that, and the other, in my mind, people that are saying stupid shit like that, they probably won't go anyway. You know what I'm saying? So in my mind, I'm back to, you feel me, trying to figure out this. How do I sway people that are being very critical about Kamala's past in terms of being a prosecutor and prison labor and um, all that shit and being able to say, hey, but listen, I, I hear you. Those criticisms are, you know what I'm saying, they, they good. But let's compare it with uh, Mr. Shit, shit Country's uh, uh, Ungrateful Sons of Bitches. Uh, I'm a ban all these uh, Muslims. And, and, and in my opinion, when it comes to at this point, what's relevant I think that you have to just position it to what we facing, in my opinion. To me, as, some, as somebody that's never voted in an election before, in 2020, gonna probably be my first presidential election I vote in, in my opinion right now, how I wrap my mind around it, is literally being like, 
So do I take the pass to the prosecutor or do I take the path of Donald Trump? In my mind, I think I'm on some anti-black shit. If I'm allowing for my criticism of this black woman to, 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 to outweigh all the bad shit that goddamn Trump has done. Let me say, let me, let me say something though. Cause Carisha is like, I, it feeds the same narrative. The black women have to be three times as good to be good enough. And I agree, right? I've been really dealing with that and enforcing myself out of even the internalized misogynoir that has me, you know, putting her nose to the ground. Misogynoir, hate for women, uniquely hate for black women. So misogynoir, right? Which um, I've been pointing that out all day too. I also want to You know what I'm saying? Out. Like, it's yeah. just like, I really have to even check myself and figure out what's internalized inside of me that has me so captivated. Yeah versus other people here's what's killing me right uh well i can't remember i think this was malcolm x that said i really rather you you know lead a knife in my back than to pull it out three inches and call it progress right and so this is what i that burns me up this is what burns me up and it's hard i'm having to choose between the donald trump i know is gonna do me wrong and putting hope and faith in the kamala in the kamala harris who will own uh, 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 a breakfast show, say one thing, and then go behind closed doors and do another. And that's what I'm telling y'all. That's where that that is more hurtful to me. That's more disrespectful to me. You know what I'm saying? And that's where it starts to get whatever. And then when you look at me and tell me that I gotta, you know, put all of that aside aside and vote, you know, for the 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 lesser of two evils, and we fall back into that rhetoric, it pisses me off. It makes me antagonistic. It makes me pessimistic. It makes me not want to participate in the ways you're telling me to do because I'm sick of that shit. So I'm yeah. sympathetic. Yeah. Right, I do because it's it's around and around we go. Yeah. Right. And yeah. niggas around 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 around. Hold on and break Adam, Adam Jackson. And I, you know what I'm saying? Like they had a comment that specifically spoke to um what not being phased by federal kind of policies and living our lives, understanding that it's only gonna dip down so hard or so close to our real lives. We mm-hmm. should be so like kind of local politics and shit that is happening in, the, in our real lives. So we can't get warped and trapped up in these political conversations and be fall for the lesser two evils. Right. And so looking at that, it's like, should I hold on and brace for dear life for another four years? Or should I potentially play the game? Should I potentially buy in and tap into some bullshit and have somebody go behind closed doors and not represent me and my people's best interests? Because we know that's an option for her. Right. That's where it gets hard. Yeah, and and because I, I say this, and then I got I got one thing I want to show y'all, um, and I'm gonna get y'all perspective on it. Yeah, and and, uh, and, 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 and we can end it on that. Yeah, um, I say this. I think I think that the decision is is not really as hard as we make it. It's just biting the bullet is a bitch. It's ugly. <laughs> no, I mean it really is it's ugly. It's and, I, and I get it. Y'all. I agree. Like, I think that's the best way to put it. Like, yeah, really, I get it, y'all. Like, I, I I really do. But I mean. I'm I'm much more I'm just much more in the direction of I if 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 I got to deal with a bullshit politician that I'm gonna be spending my time cussing out anyway I'd rather it be Kamala Harris if I'm talking shit about the current vice president I'd rather it be Kamala Harris than than uh than uh the, the dude that we got <laughs> you know what I'm saying I, I I mean ultimately because the thing is. We, it, it, it's like I think I, I think she deserves the position more. So any criticism that it is is like okay. I just want you to do a good job. Like I I, I mean I, like we put you here do a good job. You feel me? And I would hey, much hey, rather have that conversation hey, with her. I think yeah. I said this too, though. I think that this is what I think this is what I couldn't speak to yesterday that I recognize right now is getting is is is, is, a, is a kind of part of my kind of what kind of thing or whatever. I think that a lot of uh, I think that this conversation is wrapped in a lot of classism. 
where we kind of think of think, think about what it means to be successful in America from a very, in my, for lack of better terms, a very black middle class perspective in terms of how much do you have to play the game to be able to progress. And then this is why I think I like Rashad's a lot of his commentary, but some of the commentary that he's been putting, I haven't been liking because it's like, okay, I, I, I get what you're saying, Rashad. On one instance, it's like, okay, okay, somebody had to do this. No, it's, 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 I can't like, no. Uh, uh, on one instance, I recognize it's like, hey, there have to be a lot of hard decisions made to be able to get to what you got at. However, there's a lot of non-uniqueness in terms of who do you have to sacrifice in order to make these great decisions to look good. From from from, from that perspective, I feel like it's hard to to to, to try to resolve this because it's like, hey, this person has been able to muster up their success by being able to have to to do. What society say niggas supposed to be doing? Supposed to light niggas up? They was able to master that. I hear you, Toya. What does it mean for George to say this black woman? We should be critical of this black woman because she did her job too good. I hear that. I hear rhetorically even how they even make it be like, damn, they sound weird. So you hold this black woman accountable? You say she should be held accountable because she did her job too good. You hold. You, hold, you ultimately hold damn, her accountable for the structures of white supremacy. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. However, to me, the criticism is to go away. If I am one of the people that was living in California and my child was on truancy and I had whatever going through and I had to go to give me a lawyer and have to go to that shit and call out yeah, for work. Yeah, you ain't trying to hear that shit. I ain't trying to hear that shit. If I got a nigga that, you know what I'm saying? I, uh, 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 I was ready to throw my going home party and I said, uh, release date say uh, Tony coming home on August 5th. Well, Kamala had a little thing. Kamala said, my cousin got to stay in to September 1st because she needs to labor. I don't give a fuck about what y'all trying to say at all. I'm thinking about my cousin. So I'm looking at it from that perspective, free, free all my niggas that's locked up for non-violent victimless crimes. I ain't trying to be sensational when I say that, but it's shit that I'm thinking about. Talk about smoking weed after she talked about criminal. Yeah, but see, but see, then that's when you like you 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 was on the road and then you went to the we get it. No, she she yeah, pandered. No, she pandered. No, it's pandered, fam. It's, 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 Go out me, on it's a strong what note. I'm about, though, bro. It's me, it's what I'm thinking about though. It's, it's, it's I know that, but you, you was on a strong note. That last one was a strong one because that's a good point. Like ultimately, but that's why I said, how do you be anti-black in a job that demands it of you? And we need black politicians. That's the dilemma. Yeah, it's an so ugly positive. It's an ugly no, pragmatism. No clear, question, no clear answer. What's obviously happening? Yeah, like, no, that's why. That's what, and, and that's why yeah, not even you know yeah, what I'm saying like being uh. Being pra- like politically pragmatic, nice no, ugly pragmatism. It's ugly. It's, it, I mean, there's no clear. It, it's it's a it's a kind of lose, kind of lose situation. Now I want to show y'all this before we close out. I want to show I, I want to show this one thing pertaining to the topic. I'm just curious for Toya specifically. Toya specifically to you. How do you position like your morals and ethics when it comes to you kind of analyzing these politicians? Cause to me, I feel like that's at the core of this. Like, you, you, you don't or That's that ain't that ain't to me. That's I, I mean, I asked Toya, and I ain't asked your ass. Nigga. I know that's a, that's a, I said, you ain't asked me. Go ahead, Toya. You. you can't, and it's it's terrible. Like, I really wish I had the luxury of voting how I felt. I, we just don't. Kayla said it best, and that's why I kind of set up because I'm like, hey, amen. Kayla, 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 you've been in the comment section. You've been on the point, though. She's been on the point. Appreciate you, Kayla, for joining us. Everybody in the I couldn't even bring myself to be happy about her being chosen for vice president because I'm trapped between my desire to see black women win and not wanting black women to play the game to do it. And that's what I'm just like. We are, we are, I, black women are su- superior beings. Uh, you heard it here first. I said it, I meant it. 
we are bad in all ways, shape, forms, and fashion. And so to see that a black woman has to play the game, and I got to recognize that and celebrate that when we can play above the board and change games and change the world and change life. With, I, I hate the fact that we even got to associate ourselves with such a thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, it, it pisses me off to recognize. I, it, it's so weird to recognize how amazing it is. Right to see a black woman that like you, I just I'm a black girl who was told my whole life you need to run for something, you need to go do something, and I made strategic decisions to pick principles over my own path. I was supposed to be a city council person, a mayor. I'm supposed to be halfway running Kansas City right now. If it was up to half of the people who mentored me growing up, leading community work, I was 16 years old. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I had to make decisions in my personal life. And it's like to see that I had to make decisions for myself and my path to pick principle over politics and to look up and the leaders who do finally get up there, then I can't even rely on you to do it right. So I still got to choose between principles. It's, it's, it's exhausting. As a black woman, it's doubly exhausting because that hero that we get is always going to come with a it's going to come with an asterisk every single time. Always. Always. Every yeah. And the, yeah. And the, and the breaking part is the same way black people are going to have to tell their black kids Barack Obama butt is the same way black women got to look at each other, little black girls, and be like Kamala Harris butt. You know but, what I'm saying? Be honest about yeah. the system and the regime of power that she signed on to. That shit is trash. Yeah. So it's rough. So last thing I'm going to do, um, and, and I just want y'all to just judge this statement. It's a meme. And y'all know I'm definitely against meme scholarship. I hate meme scholarship. You niggas learn too much. Not you, not 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 my wonderful co-host. My wonderful co-host is study. But you niggas out there, y'all learn too much from memes. And that's the problem. So what we're gonna do, I'm gonna show a meme. And I want y'all to rate it, whether it's real shit or bullshit meme scholarship. All right, y'all ready? Let's get it in. Little memes occasion. Shout out to my uncle. I got this from his page. He said, just so I'm clear, we loving Cardi and Megan, but we hating Kamala. Just so I'm clear, we loving Cardi and Megan, but we hating Kamala. To add context, a part of the conversation that's been happening right now, a large part of the conversation that's been happening right now has been the respectability politics that's been forced upon Cardi B and Megan and uh, Megan Thee Stallion, uh, as associated with the video and the song known as WAP. And for those that should know what that means, knows what that means, so it needs no uh, clarification. Um, so, in the context of people defending WAP, but tearing down Kamala and her past and all of that, is this mean real shit? Our bullshit meme scholarship. Um, I think it's real. Mm. Shit. I think it's real shit. Okay, so you say real shit. We got one real shit, George. I think it's real shit, George. Man, I'm conflicted because to me it seems like <laughs> I'm conflicted because to me the dualism seems to be structured by our respectability politics. To me, it seems to be seeing like so we so so we defending the hoes. But y'all tearing down the politician, respectable woman. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's like, I, I'm, I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted. I can see that. Here's why I'm like it's fair, um, and it's 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 solid, and it's because I'm conflicted on both sides of both issues. 
right? I'm completely for, and this is just my brand, my brand of black feminism. So pick it apart if you want to. I'm about black women and women in general having the, the ability to choose what they want to do with their body, to have agency, to have sexual agency, to be deviant beings, and to have deviants be marked on their bodies and not be read as deviant, to be read as being and existing. I completely believe that in terms of my politics. I believe in sex work. I believe in home. I believe in all of that. Do what you want to with your body. It's not my business until I make it that way. And um, we'll sometimes I'm too childish for these these overly intellectual sexual conversations. <laughs> My little kid kick in. It's like, uh, she said, I said a component of feminism, and that I still value and feel like is validated is the objectification of women in their bodies and the ways that we have come to orient ourselves toward women's bodies and see and understand those. And I hate the fact that women are forced into a positionality where they think that feel like their only option is their body, right? It's not women are taught a version of feminism or a version of existing that is only your body as opposed to what WAP represents, which is your body is one of your options, right? So I recognize and kind of identify with that version of feminism, but don't identify with the version that forces women into positions where their bodies have to be objectified and we have to we have to show our bodies and have to be overly sexual and we have to feed into the, uh, se- the stereotype of hypersexualization because it is projected on us that that's all we're good for. Similar to Kamala, Black women leading, black women taking control, black women being in the front, black women showing how it's done, black women being able to talk that shit, black women be about to tear up Mike Pence in a debate. I'm excited for it all, but when I I gotta realize that my roots is all for the wrong team. So again, I'm conflicted. The same way I am with WAP in bodies is the same way I'm conflicted with black women in power. You can be in power and be in power for the wrong side and the wrong team. I can't get overwhelmed in that. You know what I'm saying? My favorite kind of show growing up was, was was Power Rangers, and I didn't think Rita was black, but I knew she wasn't white, and I was like, this non-black lady is fucking shit up, and it's kind of cool, but at the same time, I'm supposed to be on the side of the Power Rangers. I'm yeah. conflicted. Remember, Zach was black. I, I wasn't conflicted. Hell, Zach was black. Goddamn. And so he, fought, he fought for Angel Grove. When I look at it, both sides of it, I see and tap into, identify with Kind of both sides of the criticism, which is why I feel like it's fair game and fair play. And so actually, 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 I go with that because my mixed feelings mean it's fair play too. Because I feel like, yeah, my mixed feelings go, go on there too. Then I mean, it's, it's a point to be made, but it's also made on both sides. that same, yeah, that that same point could be uh like bastardized. Somebody yeah. could make a point on some whole shit, even like utilizing that argument. And point hey, like, hey, you mean you how long is the Power Rangers technically police? I mean, in theory. Yeah, nigga. Oh, yes, they had badges. What you mean? They fight bad guys. They are the ones who look at the putties and say, you great niggas is linked up. It's too many of y'all. Let's fight. Like, yeah, they're the police. But we are not about to victimize putties at the end of this episode. We've been rocking out. We've been getting down. And now we victimizing the putties. Identifying the moving pieces, sure. I'll grant you that and still be like, all right. Shit, yeah. Rose, Power Rangers, the police I ain't know that. There's, there's, there's anti-blackness and Andrew Grove. Prove it, and then we'll go back and talk about. Hey, I mean, Andrew Grove was probably racist as hell, but Zach was the only nigga. Look, I just like the Power Rangers, and I'm not. Afraid. Well, no, was, yeah, right. right. Actually, me and Toya, me uh, Toya and I actually went to see the Power Rangers movie when it came out. Period. Yeah. It's so it uh it is what it is. Hey, but man, this was a wonderful, yeah, wonderful. Man, Damn, y'all. <laughs> I Damn, told you they had badges, hey, bro. Hey, it's morphing time. I do not believe in ACAB. All police are not bad. The the, the Power Rangers are good. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, if I know. 
I, you know, I'm not gonna go as far as say that, but I rock with the I rock with the Power Rangers. Hey, we're glad all of y'all was able to join this conversation, man. I'm glad y'all was able to tune into the debate yesterday, and we was able to carry it on over here. Again, if you missed the debate, you can find it. if you want to watch us. I know I'm handsome. I get it. You you want to see me speak the words? Head go ass. to YouTube. <laughs> go to Facebook. Right. It, it's there. You can watch us. If you need something in the background while you cooking, cleaning. On your way to work, you just need something playing. You can find us on Spotify. You can watch it on i or you can listen to it on iTunes. We there, uh, Blog Talk Radio. We there. You feel me? Please uh, subscribe to the YouTube page at the Chop Up Show on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify, the Chop Up Show on Spotify. Make sure you following us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Again, the Chop Up Show. It's just, it's the same thing. Anywhere you find anything. Look up the chop up show and we there. We won't we won't chop chop chop. We trying to have listen, we want conversations, guests, uh topics, all of that. Actually, you can also reach us uh if for any business concerns at business at the chop up show.com. That is hey, business chop up show at the chop up show.com. Yes, we, we got the whole the website is coming soon. We got it's the domain and everything. We we definitely appreciate you, Caleb. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I ain't no cop, man. I just, I, I'm just, I'm just, I just feel like I'm just so simple minded in this instance. I never thought about the Power Rangers being cops at all. Like it never, never crossed my mind. Like, hey, well, I'm a, I'm a school this nigga. I'm a school. Uh, he, because he needs to learn. Because we're gonna stop disrespecting the Power Rangers and calling them cops. Let's just do that first. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do that first. But hey, glad I was able to join in the conversation again. Uh, you will also find. These pieces, uh, the, the pieces of this conversation, also on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere else. Y'all got anything y'all want to say to the people before we close out? Wash your ass, man. Wash your ass, man. This is a friendly reminder to wash your ass. If you ain't wash your ass lately, wash it. You feel me? I'm sick of being on punishment. Let's wrap this shit up. Wash your ass. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, you know hey. Wash your ass and wear a mask. Nah, see, that's, see, that's how you ass. get hung up on. Hey, it's... Hey, what is it? I seen it. Uh, don't wear a bra, but wear a mask. Free the titty, save the city. That's that's free the to, Hey, I'm with it. No bras, <laughs> wear a mask. Free the titty, save the city. Let's get it cracking. Y'all know what it is. Make sure y'all follow us everywhere. This is the chop up. Chop, chop, baby. We out. We out. We out.